2 Timothy chapter 3, we're talking about strategies that are needed during times of perilous days. And Apostle Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, then the last days, perilous times will come, and they'll be complicated because of the 18 selfish sins of mankind. He lists them all for us, selfish sins from the selfish sinners, from that sort are going to come uh, sexual sinners, people who go into immorality, who, who uh, lead captive silly women laden with sins. You know, this is not just the world at large, this is the local church. These are people that are leading Sunday school teachers and pastors and assistant pastors and deacons from the selfishness of all of those sins. From that sort, they're going to fall into immorality. They'll ever be learning, never come to the knowledge of the truth. They will not acknowledge the problem is the truth. Truth is what we must recognize. He said they're going to be stopped. But in the meantime... There are, there are two things we've discussed this morning. Number one, he said, you have fully known my doctrine, what I taught. Verse 10. Look at it with me. I think it'd be better if you saw it than me to try to quote it. But thou hast fully known my doctrine. Number two, what? Manner of life. Number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven. He says, you have seen me. You have seen me in all season, good times and bad times. And just a reminder that everybody has a responsibility for somebody. You may only be one, one person in the world, but you're the world to one person. Someone's watching you, and especially those of you who are farther down the road of life. You know what kills a young person? is when people who taught them in Sunday school on lessons on modesty get on Facebook immodest. That bothers them. When someone who taught godly music and you be pure, you do right this, and then they see you post things on your Facebook and see you in the community listening to things you shouldn't listen to, it's a gut punch. It bothers people. And Apostle Paul said, in perilous days, I want you to keep looking at me and remember how I lived, what I taught you, how my manner of life, my purpose, my patience, all these things, my long-suffering, the way I conducted myself, because that'll help you in perilous days. And would to God that the older, more experienced Christians in our church uh, got a checkup from the neck up, realized that we have more responsibility than just to float off into the sunset. We have a responsibility to live high and holy lives, pure, moral lives. We still have reasons to live in modesty and holiness and, and purity until Jesus comes back. Because there's a lot of eyes open. Nothing really bothers, very few things bother me more than people who taught me the way of the Lord not walking in the way of the Lord. It's just something about it. And our world is full of it. Our church family's full of it. And it's very damaging, and in perilous days, we need people who will live it out, who will take their responsibility seriously, and all of us, all the way. You guys, you're graduating from high school. You've been, in, you've been in youth camps, and you've been in, you've been in, in camps with Brother Ricky Torres, or you've been in, in camps with uh, Brother Abdel, or you have, uh, you've been leaders, and you've, you've had those youth revivals. You've given testimonies around the bonfire. You've done things, and after you get done, those seventh graders, eighth graders, ninth graders who idolized you, what will they see after you graduate from high school? 
What will they see on your Instagram post? What are they going to see your conduct, your attitude, your interest, how you sit up in church, how you pay attention, what's going on? If you're involved in Transformer Club, your testimony still is extremely important in perilous times for the younger and the, those who come after us. May all who come behind us find us faithful for the long haul. Number two, we've got to put on a warrior mentality. We can't be going through this thing thinking we're just going to bebop through it, comfort zone city. We've got to understand that God has a purpose, and it's not always an easy road. What a great message tonight from Brother Wynn. Why we go through difficulties so we can help somebody else when they go through a difficulty. Quit whining and complaining and crying about how hard it is to be us. Instead, we ought to say, Lord, give me mercy, give me grace, give me consolation so I can help somebody else later. Look, if you would please, the verses, and we'll make one more point. We'll be done this evening. He tells in verse 11, the persecutions, the challenges, the afflictions, which came into me in three, three cities, Antioch, Iconium, Lystra. What persecutions? Man, it, like, it's like an explanation point. Wow, what I went through and how I had to endure. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yea. And all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer some persecution. That's what goes with the territory. If we expect Jesus to come to the world and have a cakewalk life, he didn't have it. He went through difficulty. He did nothing but good, got nothing but bad. We'll join his club. That's going to happen. So I don't have any problems. You're probably not living the, the holy, sanctified life. You're probably not after winning souls. If you just got a cakewalk life, there's probably something going on there. I'm not saying you go out and look for problems. I'm just telling you, new levels come new devils. And when you and I are impacting eternity and the lives of people, you're going to have some unforeseen and unseen adversaries. That's what happens. And he said, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. In every false religion, false teacher, there are victims and villains. There's people who are in this thing, and they don't even know what's going on. They're just following along. They're victims of false teaching. And then there's a few clowns in there that are, that are villains. They know exactly what's wrong, and they're in it for the money. They're in it for the influence. They're in it to compromise and benefit and all those things. He said, it's going to happen, and it's going to get worse and worse. But now I want to share with you this, the one verse, and that's verse number uh, 14. Look at it and read it out loud with me, and we'll conclude. Are you ready? Verse 14. But continue thou. Now he's going to turn his attention to the younger saint. In this case, it was Timothy. In our case, it's those of you in this room this evening who are a little farther behind us. He said, but now, here's your job. Continue, continue in the things that you have learned and you've seen. Young people, many of your moms and dads, and I've said this a couple times, they came out of worldly activities. God's delivered them by His mercy. They've been there, done that, and it was awful. And God saved them, they came out, and we find you trying to climb back in. <coughs> They took off all that garb and all that worldliness, and you're trying to go back in to be worldly. He says, Timothy, don't get caught up in this seduction of these, of these clowns that are getting worse and worse, but you continue in the things that you've been taught and things you've learned, and remember who taught you. 
This is why it was so important that those who taught us stay on the high road of holiness. They said, just with that also, you, you stay on it. And in perilous days, what we need is young people, young couples, young men, young women, teenagers, who will say, you know what? Sign me up. I'm continuing. Amen. I'm going to stay on the high road of wholeness. I'm going to be a soul winner. I'm going to live a committed life. I'm going to surrender to the things of God, and I'm not going to vary. One of the most beautiful things that I enjoy in this church in the last several years is watching young couples who have not just decided to sit, soak, and just find a place and let, let life come to them. They are still engaged in ministry. Amen. Don't think to yourself, and every once in a while I find young couples and they want to say, well, you know, in the Bible they went into, when they got married, they didn't go to, they, they, they didn't go to war, they took a year off. No, they didn't. They went to work every day, but they just were not deployed. <laughs> Boy, don't get to a place where you just, you know what happens when young couples, they just start taking in, taking in. Now they just, they, all they have is either they become extremely self-centered and they forget there's a world out there. They find themselves in the selfie generation rather than looking out and saying, what does God put us together? Now we're two who become one. Love to see you get in the choir. Get in the soul winning program. Get on a bus route. Do something. Use the strength of your youth. And continue in the things that you know how to do. While you have the energy and the opportunities to do it. And you've got a world of experience and a world of examples all over us. People are doing it. But there are some folks who they're winding down in their journey. And they need us to continue. They need you to continue. And in perilous days, we need young people to take the challenge to continue to do those things which you have seen and heard, knowing of who you heard it. And you know, I think about the Apostle Paul. He's not the issue. He was a merely a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm thankful to be an influence. I've been influenced by other people. But the truth of the matter is, some of the people that influenced me have fallen flat on their ear spiritually. They do things now that, that they, they taught me not to do. But the truth is, I didn't learn it from them. I learned it from the Lord. I learned it from the wonderful scriptures. I learned it from, from the example of people who did stay on the high road of holiness. And during this perilous times, one thing I want to encourage you, because I'm telling you, there's a lot of people talking out there, a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of noise in the social media, a lot of noise in the blogs, a lot of noise on the podcast, and some of it's a little bit slippery. Some of it, it might sound good, but it doesn't line up with the Scriptures. And you're going to find you cannot help, but it's just like a Paul said to the church of Galatia. You did run well. Who did hinder you? You know what they're going to hinder you from doing? Continuing. Continuing to do what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to do it, for the right reason, and do it for a lifetime. Perilous days, that's what we need so much. We need people who will be great examples and stay on it. We need people who have a warfare mentality that it may get bad, it may not be comfortable. I don't care. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. We need young people that will continue to do what God wants us to do. Be faithful. Is it Sunday morning, Sunday night? Yes, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Wednesday night. Yeah, that's right. Soul winning, bus ministry, does it still work? It still works. It gets you out there. It creates accountability. It creates souls and people to get saved. Yes. Godly music? Yes. Modest and distinction in our dress, yes. All those things are so important. Don't throw them to the wind. Continue in them. 